Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. Hey, everybody. We are here. Yeah. We're excited. And for you guys, it's the same. Like, we were here last week, but for us, it's actually been like a month and a half, probably. Yeah, we record these episodes in bulk for you to make sure that you never miss an episode. And what the misnomers of podcasting is, is that the podcasters who are recording every week, multiple times throughout the week, that's incredibly stressful. Some do. It's yeah. a pain. It is way too much stress to it do is. that. So we, we have figured out, you know, as long as we've been doing this, we figured out a great way. But that's not what you're here for today. Today, we're here to talk about a very cool strain that, honestly, the name always reminds me of cars. Yeah, same. I was like, you're getting it all tricked out, swapping out parts, making it lighter, And you stronger. remember that this thing used to be super expensive. Oh, yeah. Like, there was this uh, this Lexus the mm-hmm. LFA, you know, okay. their only oh, supercar yeah. they made that never sold. But they had these pedals that were made out of this material. And at the time, it was $10,000 per pedal. That's how Whoa. expensive this product was. That's insane. Now you can buy this in sheets. Yeah. Super cheap. I mean, I had friends back in the early 2000s that were, you know, swapping out a hood for that or swapping out mirrors for that just because that carbon fiber... He just dropped it. <laughs> was what everyone was wanting. You know, yeah. it was like skunking out your car, getting that skunk top or something if it was mm. white. And they're like, oh, I got to have hood. it. Mm-hmm. That looked cool. Yep. So just today, we're talking about carbon fiber. Mm, carbon fiber. Not, not the material you use on your cars, though, but the delicious, euphoric cannabis strain. Yeah. And, and it's kind of unique with the names that come out because <laughs> it really is. It, the, and you got to remember that there are so many of these strains. To come up with a new name is really Every difficult. Time for just like the slight difference in cross genetic breeding, they're like, "Oh, well, it's it's not this one, so now we have to come up with a new name because we just slightly tweaked it." Exactly, and that's exactly what you know. To lean on that for new cannabis listener, new cannabis users, uh, it, it's very difficult for you. I I imagine by going into there because I used to feel like a bunch of serial boxes like saturday morning cartoon names like you're like what the but i will say recently went to vegas for mg bizcon Mm. we made the rookie mistake of getting there a day early Um, but we had the opportunity to check out planet 13 yeah planet 13 was amazing uh that butt tender oh was the most educated one as far as terpenes experience like hey this one has this prevalent terpene you're going to have more of this type of experience this one is actually more prevalent in this terpene leaning more towards this type of experience and this one here has this terpene you're going to lean more towards this type of experience yeah and that was better than what i've had in most dispensaries well and and you know i had asked a question of him i said are you a common educated bud tender and he said unfortunately no Um, most bud tenders have a very minimal understanding of most of the cannabis that are out there. They don't pay attention to the terpenes. They only pay attention to the THC content because that's what typical consumers of cannabis go towards. They're like, hey, what's the most THC? And looking at a report not too long ago, you know, they talked about in the 80s, 
cannabis, the THC content in there was around 3%. I think that was back early in the 60s. No, I think it was by the 80s, 80s. I thought it was up to like 5 or 6, wasn't it? It, it was around 3%. That's as far as the, the long-term study went over there and what they were able to pull together. And this was a peer-reviewed study talking about 3%. could have been around 5%, but the average... It's not very high. Yeah. No. And that's why, you know, when, when you talk to people who grew up during that time and smoked cannabis at the time, they're like, today's weed is nothing like the weed I grew up with. It causes them anxiety, stress, yeah, things like that, because the THC content is incredibly high. Well, now versus, it's around 100% compared well, to then. I mean, increase. It's gone increase. up over 100% increase. Over 100% yeah. increase in THC. So that's why when you look at some of the strains, like when we were even there at MJ BizCon, there was a guy talking about where he's seeing Bud in the, 40s. To, in the 40s. Yeah. Well, you think about that. That So this is um, roughly about 24% THC. So is this what, one is. Is what carbon fiber tracks in about. So even if you were at 3%, you're 800 times increase from that to now. <laughs> I know, right? Like 800% increase in THC is a massive jump. That's a huge jump. Yeah. And, <laughs> and for people, that's why, you know, when we we stress this a lot with, and especially with adolescents, unfortunately, and, and you know, for anybody that's, it's their cup of tea, whatever you're going to do, that's great. But I've heard of many adults, even parents saying, that's cool. They can smoke bud, and I'm fine with that. Their kid, yeah, yeah. What, what's their reasoning? Oh, it's safer than than alcohol. But um, yes. yes and no. You know, I mean, Probably. both of them. Well, and again, I'm I'm still super hesitant on that. Not that it's good for them, but it is probably safer. They're not gonna like the chances of drunk driving. You're more likely to get in an accident that versus if they're high, they're gonna go five miles an hour, like. The chances of so well, I would say that let's, yes, yeah. Let's in not my downplay that because there are still quite a few DUIs and drug. Re- I mean, I just feel like alcohol might be the more dangerous of the two. If you're to, st- to st- statistically set them side by side, look at everything sur- surrounding each substance. I would wager that alcohol is more dangerous than cannabis. Well, but I mean, that's a given. That's not a justification for right. allowing my child. It's just. Yeah, if I'm picking apples and oranges, they're one's worse than the other, in my eyes. Well, and, and here's the thing. Like, if we had the bud from back in the day, if I was getting three, even 10% THC, I would be okay with that. I wouldn't be as worried about it. I feel like that's like smoking hot hemp. And for those who are not familiar with that term, that's just hemp that's tested over the 0.3% THC. Right. Like, you can get a wide range of cannabinoids and terpenes in that, and still get a lot of value. And maybe that might not be as bad for a kid, to like an adolescent, to use if that's what their parents are allowing. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I, my feelings are always back and forth on that. I'm, I'm not really comfortable with it because it's there's just too many misnomers. Well, and it's, both of us agree, like neither of us are wanting to give our kids cannabis at this point. We're not going, hey, where can we fit this into our kids' lives? Um, And that's hard, too, because I know the positives and I also know the negatives. I've experienced both. And, you know, recently we we have one of our dyed-in-the-wool super fans, and he recently was talking to you about it and saying that he's going to be cutting back, if not altogether, from... Well, THC side. Yeah. He'll be leaning more on CBD because 
he's been off for about a month. Um, and he realized, because he took about a year this last year and heavily got into cannabis. Not on heavy dosing, but into yeah. understanding. Into really sitting with each experience and going, hey, what am I feeling? How am I feeling? Where am I feeling? Like he, he spent that year to truly understand. And give it a chance. Yeah, his body, his endocannabinoid system with cannabis. And so what he's found over that year is that THC doesn't always work nice with him. It's about 50% of the time yeah. that he's having a not good experience from that. And if that's half the time, that might not be the best substance for you to try and use. But he noticed, hey, I still have a lot of pain. I have a lot of aches. But CBD helps with that. And so he can still use and introduce, you know, CBD into that and not have to worry as much. It's good. I noticed that over the years, my THC intake has gone down drastically. I used to be to the point that I was going through about a quarter of an ounce a week. Um, I am nowhere near that. That's good. I mean, well, and I, I really mean that because one, cannabis is, can can become a very costly. Oh yeah, it definitely is medicine slash recreational mm-hmm. substance that you invest into, right? I mean, a lot of people invest into high end whiskeys or scotches. You like, you know, high end scotch. You're not a avid you're not drinking every day, but you you enjoy a nice scotch. I might have like a glass of scotch once maybe twice a month if that yeah for for me i don't i don't drink at all but i don't yeah. hate on it i'm just like hey that's cool it's all for you like well and you I'll used have myself to. a seltzer water. you used to, yeah, drink, used to and, drink but then diabetes hit and it was like i remember that and it was like i can't Plus when drink you get older alcohol i can't like that became a big shift because it was like okay we were getting into hanging out more and um, i was drinking and we had talked about it because you used to drink with Curtis. But then it was like, oh, crap, diabetes is going to kick my ass if I keep drinking and oh, doing this too. And so it was like, it's yeah, straight sugar. It, just, it didn't make any sense for you to continue that. And so, you know, I mean, that's been probably one of the, I know alcohol is not good for me. I don't usually enjoy the, the feeling. I just like the flavor of it. Yeah. And so that's no, why I, I don't ever drink to get like... That's why I have usually one drink because I'm not there to get drunk or buzzed or anything. It's like you're out grilling. You have a beer. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I used to make this uh, Jack Daniels orange glaze. Ooh. And you'd put that over chicken or pork. That sounds tasty. It was. It was really tasty. I remember the first time making that and with my buddy when I used to a long time ago. And... Uh, Shit, this is over 20 years ago. And um, we were making that uh, in his house. And I was like, hey, I brought this over. I could only get a fifth of Jack for that. So we're going to make this glaze. This is really awesome for chicken or fish or whatever. And he's like, oh, cool. And we're making it. And he's like, some for the sauce. Some for me. Some for me. And and we just went back and forth. We were so drunk before the end of it. And I was just like laughing. And I always think like now with cannabis, I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like. I just don't need that. I don't want it. I just don't like the feeling I get yeah, after. No. And I mean, I haven't. I, I'll. Admit, I haven't had a drink probably since I was thirty four, thirty five. That's been a long time now. It's been a long yeah. time, and 
Uh, yeah, it's been that long. Yeah, about as long as I've been on cannabis. I, the the moment that I got onto cannabis, I just knew I never wanted to have another drink again. I love the taste of beer. I'll still have like an O'Doul's or something like yeah. that, just for the flavor. And some of it, I mean, I don't get like the Pilsner stuff where it tastes like piss, but uh, <laughs> like I like an Amber Bock okay. or, you know, something a little bit more hoppy. Yeah. I uh, like an IPA. I'm one of those I can't basic drink white that boys. Stuff. I can't. Yep. That stuff grosses me out. <laughs> I mean, unless that shit's fucking ice cold. Uh, there's right? one that's like <laughs> Hazy Nosh IPA. I fucking love that one. Um, but yeah, it's it's just how it is. But but this strain, I got to say, so we experienced this strain on the way to Vegas mm-hmm. and while we were in Vegas. And I got to tell you one of the great things about this strain. I loved the way it made me feel, even if it was midday or late afternoon, it was calming and relaxing, yet at the same time, more aware yeah, and we've talked a lot about those. What type of strain is this? A is this a sativa? Is it an indica? So this one, I uh, let's actually go and see. It's a hybrid. That's yeah, right. It's 60, a pretty 40. leaning hybrid. It's with grape pie, biscotti, and cookies and cream. Oh, baked biscotti is a great strain. Love biscotti. Yeah, that was. I a haven't wonder- tried cookies and cream or no. grape pie actually. Well, a lot of the grape strains, from what I understand, I are very similar uh, in there. But like when you take like grape ape. Um, that's pretty got like caryophylline mm. is the most prevalent terpene and then limonene and pinene. Yeah, I get the caryophylline because I, I can taste that pepperiness. Um, it's it's nice. The lemonine it's gotta be in the small amounts. I'm not getting that kind of flavor. It is kind of it's got kind of a, a ga like a diesely. But I'm taste. not really getting pinene either. No. So it's those are just more on the like smaller terpene profiles that they have in it. Which is nice, especially for those who are prone to anxiety. Pinene is something that you really want to avoid. Which uh, we learned. Yeah. Um, going down to MJ BizCon. That was the most Jesse and I had hung out in person in, God, I don't know, ages or ever. Ever. And uh, Jesse realized that I... I'm an incredibly anxious person. Yeah, I'm glad he smokes Especially when cannabis. I <laughs> don't use cannabis. Like, regular. yeah, because we were in a hotel, and in and, and while we were there, I mean, we'd had to go outside and and be able to do that. We're in the car, and uh, I'll tell you, man, I just, you know, for those of you that suffer from really acute anxiety, like you just you got to do something. This is cannabis is such a a, a godsend, I would say, because it it really can mellow you out. But it's so hard, especially today's day and age, where I almost kind of feel more anxious about it. You know, no wonder why so many are being pulled to this. Think of the alternatives that we used to have, which is more on the side of Xanax and oh, yeah. Ativan. So Alec, my brother, he is pretty conservative. Um, he's never used, I take that back, he was snuck alcohol once when he was like 15 by some dude. But aside from that, he's never used a substance in his life. Yeah. Um mid 30s and he is anxious all the time. Now mostly when he flies um or something like that comes up, he's gotten anxious, which is weird because he never was younger. But he's very like skeptical to try cannabis stuff just because of, well, the he's, perception. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, 
he will go to his doctor and get a prescription of Xanax because he's going to fly. And I'm like, bro, just take CBD or take this microdose. Like this microdose one would be just fine for you. I bet it would help calm your nerves and you're not having to take this other crap. But, you know, it's that, that it's stigma. Prescription. It's got a white. Yep. It's got the white coat. It's got a white it. script pad that got your, you know, well, they don't do that anymore. I mean, they just text it or email it. But, you know, it's it's really difficult to see that. because it's the comfort of the white coat. Well, and, and exactly. But even then with white coat comes poison because, you know, I have a family member that struggled with addiction bad. And, you know, they had tried heroin. They had really got into heroin. Um, but heroin didn't even take hold a candle to Xanax. Xanax was way more, it, it was really? more potent, longer lasting because heroin, it depends on where you're getting it from what I understand. Probably. I've never tried heroin. Same, but no it, interest. It's, um, it, it just takes a hold of you. And, you know, with this, I mean, a, a lot of people have used cannabis to overcome certain other addictions such as alcoholism or even getting off of opiates, barbiturates. Yeah. So benzos. Can be a good replacement for that to yeah, to wean off. Yeah. And you know we're not saying that this is the thing you need to rely upon, but when it comes to carbon fiber, carbon fiber is it, it can be considered a wake and bake strain, but only for those that have got. If you're really wound tight, I would suggest this because of that. For me, I'm not always wound tight, and I am feeling very relaxed. My this is like really it's in my head. I feel like not as in like the feeling of what I'm, you know, where where we're feeling it within our body, but like this strain makes me feel like I have a weighted blanket. Yeah, that's a not good, a, that's like, a good assumption. Not yeah. as in like I said where I'm feeling it or how I'm feeling it, but as in the experience of comfort, the experience of less anxiety yeah the feeling of like someone almost just giving you a hug yeah and you're like i'm okay i don't feel anxious i don't feel stressed i don't like and this one's known for like talkative arousal euphoria like it's just it's a good strain but it's not like sink you in the couch no it's not or lots of pressure in your head i i feel really really i don't one of the the craziest things i'm feeling with this is i'm not feeling it like really strong in my body or my head it's very neutral which is strange because normally you can start feeling at certain places like i feel a tiny bit of pressure in my back in my upper back middle okay i feel it in my calves that's weird yeah no but not a lot it's not like over really relaxed i just I feel it down there. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it. I feel it in my head. It's like a, interesting. like if a washing machine was left with water in it and you were picking it up and you hear it sloshing, my head kind of feels a little sloshy, but not in a way where it, like, this is really, okay. So like thinking, foggy or just slightly foggy, but more on the side of just very relaxed but almost to that point, this is really strange. So it's relaxed, but it's at the precipice or the gate of anxiety because I'm feeling it build up in my chest, but nothing like banana kush. 
on oh, yeah. the yeah, the, the Zenco. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> and it, if it, you haven't seen that episode, go it, check out Jesse getting really high. But I wasn't even. I I thought I was freaking out, but I really wasn't. I was just like internally. Oh, I mean, internally, I was not feeling good. But I will say that is what I notice most people have with cannabis is the freakout is not externally. It's usually an internal freakout. And depending on who they're around and if they're comfortable, they will open up about that internal freakout to the people yeah. that they're with. Because usually if you see someone and they're really high, they're sitting there. And you're like, bro, are you okay? No. And, and they're off in this world in their head. And that's common. Like everyone experiences that. And like I've had so many friends that when I had friends that would just be like, here, smoke this, smoke this, smoke this, smoke this, that people would be off in a whole nother world. And I'm like, hey, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, sorry, I'm I'm just off in this whole other place. And I'm like, that's okay, but are you okay? Like, it's okay to zone off or go out in another yeah. place, but as long as you feel okay, like, because all of us, everyone who's done, like, used cannabis to a decent extent, has experienced that. Yeah. Everyone understands what that moment is that you're going through. And if you can be there for that moment and really go, you're okay. Yeah. Like, and it's okay to, like, because they're like, oh, I'm freaking out. I understand. But you're okay. Everything here is okay. You are safe. Because I feel like, and it sucks, a lot of dress with cannabis is your partner the legality of it your you know whatever your work your friend who knows how open are you with your relationship with cannabis yeah like how much of it is fear about getting caught getting in trouble you know someone judging you for using it how many posts do you see online of you know why can't mommy needs a joint be as acceptable as mommy needs a glass of wine or mommy needs to go have a, a dr pepper or a candy bar or something to take that mind off of it that is their personal way to reset. Just take some time for them. Like it's just normalizing it, but there's there is there's all of that fear. Yeah, and it, I don't know. I I think of it like especially when when I personally use cannabis, I'm not ashamed of it anymore. You know, my kids. Oh yeah. You know, they my kids just came back from school. They're doing this whole like drug week of teaching them about everything out there, Interesting. which is pretty cool. It's in depth. Like he's like, yeah, tomorrow we're going into heroin and cocaine, and I was like, really? And he goes, yeah. And I said, what do you know about cocaine? And he goes, oh, that it comes from South America. I'm like, he he really it wasn't just like bad drugs bad it was like teaching them about it and then what was done with it and then the damage that was done with it and he's like yeah tomorrow we're going to learn about marijuana and i was like that's going to be a fun one and he's like yeah and i said you have to let me know what they say and he's like yeah he's like i already told him my dad uses it and they were like <laughs> cool and to be honest like i'm sure that a lot of the teachers there do Oh yeah, um, I guarantee a lot of them do. The thing that really frustrates me on the side where people have that stigma are those that really could utilize it or at least try it to see if it's something that's going to be able to help you, where a lot of people who are first responders still won't get it because they're worried that maybe they'll change something or maybe where they live that they don't allow first responders to be able to have it. It's true. And oh, government workers. I thought, um, what was the one that changed federally recently? 
or maybe it was just in Utah. There was one that changed, and I think it's first responders specifically. As yeah, Utah, that they allowed it because it it is. Um, we had Ivy League botanicals on uh, over a year ago, and he was yeah, a first responder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had realized that like he was super skeptical against it, didn't use it, and he had massive, massive PTSD from the things he Being had experienced. Being a first responder, yeah. And like so many people around the country and around the world have PTSD from just really shitty things happening and seeing really shitty things. And like how many of us still struggle with those things on a day-to-day basis? And yet he found cannabis was able to help him. And maybe that's not for everyone, but maybe it is something for you. Maybe it's something for your friend should be explored. Yeah. It should be explored. I mean, you know, it's the same that you need to be looking at it as if you went to see a doctor and they're like, hey, look, I know you're having a hard time. Like, you know, when, when I had, I've had multiple instances of anxiety and cannabis helps out for the most part, but there are times where it doesn't. And, you know, I went to the doctor, I'm like, I need something, but I can't take all this other stuff. And he gave me like the closest thing to like Benadryl. And it knocked me on my ass, but it chilled me the fuck out. And there are strains. That's why there's so many strains out there, such as like carbon fiber. For me, personally, this needs to be handled in a low dose for me. I think I, I mean, even smoking that full bowl, I feel slight anxiety right in the middle of my chest, but the rest of my body is very relaxed. The crazy thing is I'm aware of this. I'm I'm, I'm conscious of that anxiety. But the anxiety doesn't, and, and you got to remember that anxiety doesn't live like in your brain. It lives in you and it can manifest in different places. And right now I'm feeling it right in the middle of my chest. Is it a freak out moment? Absolutely not. It is a very relaxed high with the possibility of being a little on the panicky side. side. Yeah. Okay. So but, take CBD before yeah. or during or even after yeah. to help mitigate and reduce any of that anxiety you might feel. Yeah, like yeah. Jesse takes him after. Yeah, yeah. And it's a little bit of a lubricant to be able to get you to, and we stress that so much. CBD is so great to be able to take with your sessions, after your sessions, or just whenever in general that you feel like you need it. It is essential in being able to balance out all those cannabinoids that are going through your entire body. Now, if you are higher tolerance, have a lot of pain, a lot of anxiety, you found those strains of what works with you. You should be leaning into that. There is no right dose for you. It has to be figured out by you and your body. Yeah, no one else, no one else will know that dose. No and one. everyone's is so drastically different that it's like you truly have to be the one to experiment with that and figure it out. And like we always say, go low and go slow. Mm. Like you can't go, there's never going to be a, a bad thing that happens no from taking too small of a dose no <laughs> so no no i mean it's it's it, this is just a i don't know it's a mid road i'm feeling it like like if there was like if there was a counter headband strain where it goes oh, underneath your jaw and around the top okay that's what it feels like now i'm feeling Weird. it's a very slow onset yeah and it, i feel very mild on like it's not a very heavy experience in no. any way like it's it's pretty medium across the board like i'd say this is like a seven out of ten strain for me yeah i'd agree i mean this is something where i'm relaxed enough that i could think i want to go to sleep but not really and 
I could drive a car, I'd be fine. Yeah, I could be very focused because this is not very in my head at all. Mm, no. But like, it's just not weird. really like, relaxed. Yeah, it's, it's just it's very like, strange. I feel like this is a good daytime strain. It's, it's if, named properly. It's strange. Yeah. <laughs> Carbon fiber. <laughs> yeah, it is a strange strain. It like is. It's, it's very weird. It's all over the place. Like, But at the same time, it's it's not bad. It, I mean, it's known for being dry mouth, dry eye. I uh, feel it more munchies. in my arms now. I still don't really feel it in my head. I feel it. I feel it in, in my, my calves. I feel it in my arms. Mm. Yeah, no, I like. I feel relaxed, but like I don't. Mm. Hmm. This is. Uh, they say you guys get a chance. Try out carbon fiber and and let us know what you feel on it because it's it's really different. It's a very different feel for me from anything I've had in a really long time, and maybe it's doing it's due to my life circumstances at this moment you know a lot of stress but at the same time like when we smoked this in vegas it was just chill but i do remember the panic a little bit but it went away pretty quickly like an hour and yeah. it was gone on its own now of course i mean i'll have some lemon juice after this yeah, and, it'll... and it'll just disappear and you have to know that the lemonine is if if you are more prone to anxiety, look for a strain that's a little higher in lemonine. Your your kind of fruitier strains that you get into from strawberry, strawberry, or I'm pining. Yeah, I'm pining as well. Pining will be able to help out. Sometimes it's the opposite. Pining for me makes me more anxious. Yeah. Well, um, like we said, everyone's endocannabinoid system is different, so you yeah. you have to play around. Write down if you try specific strains and you go, hey, this one felt like this. Write it down, write down the terpenes, mm. write down the cannabinoids that you have in there so you can go next time going in to your dispensary. Hey, I really enjoyed this experience. It had these terpenes and this cannabinoids. Do you have anything else that's similar to that? You know, I'm curious about this. You know, while we're wrapping this up, sorry about that, guys. Um, I want to look at a review about this strain because I think that would be very fitting right now especially how i'm feeling right now i'm wondering if others have felt the exact same way or maybe a little bit different so the one thing i'm just reading off one ear you know they have aroused creative giggly happy yeah i think taken in the right dose this yeah. would definitely this is not you don't need to have a lot of this strain to really go far for somebody like me i'm a, a low to mid-level well you had one bowl in yours yeah and i just had two and and I still feel just fine. Like, I still, yes, I could use a ton more. But I would also be okay just being where I'm at. Yeah. The, okay, so this review um, says, my dispensary says this is a 50-50, but I think it's very sativa dominant. It's a unique but familiar. So, so that's that thing. It's like, it's strange to place. Yeah. Unique and familiar. So it's different but the same. Yeah. I know that. It right? is. It's so it weird. Is. I don't feel... I don't feel hazy or foggy mentally when I smoke this, mm -hmm. which is very important to me. I have ADHD and PTSD. Uh, all right. And why it gets five stars from me, no anxiety or heart palpitations, no paranoia. It tastes so good, one of the best I've ever tasted, and burns very well, even in a bowl. Can't wait for more info about this unique yet classic feeling strain. I would agree. I think that what I'm feeling is probably due to a lot of the stressors in my life right now. So, There's a lot of shit going on. And probably in your guys' life. It's yeah. the holiday times. And maybe for 
some of you people out there, it's not the best time. It's not your favorite time of the year. Yeah, you barely got enough to be able to get your cart, maybe a bowl. Your, you know, you got an eighth, and you're you're trying to stretch that out as long as you can. Our hearts go out to you on that. Or maybe you're scraping resin, and that sucks too. Ugh. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, or you're scraping your your concentrate glass. Yeah. Just just to get another another banger. Follow. I mean, it's. You, this, there's tough times right now. We know that, you know, the economy, the way it is. But the one thing that I do know is, is that don't allow yourself to get kind of pulled down into that one, a, a, into the deep end of it and start going towards substances that are just going to, going to cause you to do a lot of really bad things. You know, when in doubt, smoke. Yeah. It's a holiday time, you know, put the alcohol back and uh, take a toke. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, this was, like I said, this is a very strange strain. Uh, I hope you got something out of this. We both hope you got something out of this for yeah. <laughs> our Patreon supporters. Guys, you guys have been coming out for us. We so appreciate that. You have no idea. That helped us to get to Vegas. Yeah. And, you know, we it, it, no matter how much was, we, we we're just so grateful for that. And you're directly supporting this show. So if you're listening right now, new time user or long time user, of cannabis school. I should call it that. You're a user of cannabis school. So when you're you're using this, if you can support the show, please support the show. Go down the links in below. Uh go ahead and make a donation. That'll help us out tremendously. What you can, we appreciate it. And for those of you who haven't heard, we're starting monthly smoke sessions as well. Yeah, they'll be live. So stay tuned. We'll drop deets and uh we'll have to Take a talk with you guys. Yeah. So here's to look into that day and have yourself a good one.